everyone. Thank you for choosing Blurred of Mouth Podcast. Make sure to stick around to the end to hear uh, some extra words on how to support us. Real quick. <laughs> What's a recording so I think, it, I think it cut out for a second. Uh, so internet or something. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Are you sure? Do you need yes. me to read you a bedtime story? Bitch, I'm awake. I'm All more right. awake than you are right now. <laughs> I'm leading myself. Hey everyone, welcome to Blurred of Mouth, where black nerds talk black nerd shit. I'm one of your co-hosts, Oleander. And I'm your other co-host, CJ. And today is one of our special interview segments, Blurred of the Hour. Would our Blurred of the Hour like to introduce themselves? Hey there, hi there, ho here. It's me, your boy, Hi Ho Silver, ready to talk shit. Nerd shit specifically, <laughs> but like, you know. I love this intro. Yes. Thank oh, you. that's that's probably the best one I've heard so far. Thank you, Silver. You know, uh, for, for rolling, I'm you such... Good? No. <laughs> 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 Don't ask me that question. Um, no. I was just going to literally ask the first question of like, uh, who, who are you? Let's, what's, can we get some, can we get some lore? Like what, welcome to the show first off. Uh, and second off, yes, of course we are. So we're literally so happy to have you here. Uh, every nerd, every, every other black nerd that we invite here is infinitely cooler than us. Well, except apparently except for our editor, she says that she's the coolest, which power to her. Um, good for her. Right? As she should be. Like the editors really hold all the power to make they make or break everything. You know, they mm-hmm. make sure the pauses are right, the the slow zoom, the like ting on the teeth when someone smiles brightly. The editors really make or break everything. Literally, yes, I agree. So you know, like so basically it goes um in terms of coolness of people, it's blur it's it's editor of blurred of mouth, literally mm-hmm. all the black guests. I don't know mm-hmm. why I'm saying black as if the show isn't literally about black people. All of our guests and then us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but, so you're yeah. just the basis of cool. You're like yeah. the standard cool. Yes. So, yeah. You know, that's a good way to put it. If you mm-hmm. aren't cooler than us, sorry. If you aren't cooler than us, sorry, you're not allowed at blurred of mouth. But yeah. basically, not, that means. Not that hard. Yeah. Well, you just don't like want to be flexing on your guests. That's no. that's that would just make everyone uncomfortable. So I understand. Right. It's the litmus test. Literally, like I don't want to. I don't want to have a podcast and basically be every every man with a podcast hating on every single person that comes on this show. That's oh, not so the fun. Fresh and Fit podcast. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> like I don't. I don't want. I don't want people to come in. I, I see. I see. For some reason, I've been getting a lot of like like tiktok videos on my for you page about like like and i'm not upset about it but like basically women going on misogynist podcasts and like just filleting the shit out of these sounds amazing foolish men i love when women yes i'm a simple man well actually i'm not a man i have no gender but i get that i love when women (laughs) i love when women but yes uh uh, what is the lore behind Hi-Ho Silver? So the lore begins, I guess, specifically in about December of 2018. I just finished my master's degree in museum and gallery studies from St. Andrews, Scotland. Um, came back to Vermont, started working at a, at a theater, and one of my coworkers owned a local burlesque troupe. 
And at our theater, we taught classes for burlesque. So, and a couple of other, my coworkers were in the troupe that one of my coworkers ran. And I was just like, damn, I always wanted to be a stripper and there ain't no strip clubs around. So might as well take this class. And I took the class and it was great. And then they're like, oh, we're having tryouts for kittens, which are like the stage hands for um, burlesque shows. And I was like, oh, okay. And I tried out and I got in and then I had to think of a name and silver is like my my signature color. I don't like gold. I actually hate gold uh, and I hate diamonds, which is really uh, not surprising or unsurprising because I am Sarah Leonian. I'm a Salone, so people can kind of connect those thoughts on my feelings on that. And so I came up with the name Hi Ho Silver. And so that was my stage name. Uh, I kittened. I started dancing actually pretty quickly. And I went into some amateur competitions. I got second place twice. Um, and then I was just like, and then I started hosting, which is where Hey There, Hi There, Ho Here came from. And ah. then I was like, wow, I want to start producing shows. So, and I was like, wait, that means money. And that means the government is going to get in my business. So I created Hi Ho Silverworks as a business. And actually the first day I was incorporated was March 11th, 2020. And then March 16th, 2020 is when the theater shut down and i was like oh and i was like what am i gonna was around the pandemic wasn't it yeah i was like what am i gonna and i was like oh i can just uh you know my undergrad is in creative media i have an art degree i like to draw so i uh turned my business which was going to be performing arts mostly into an art business so i designed a queer collection and i've been freelancing and doing art shit ever since and now I have a TikTok and I'm on blurred round blurred yeah blurred round table as well with uh, some other black nerds and now I'm just out here being that bitch apparently wow yeah yeah you are you are indeed the coolest that that <laughs> god that is that's that's a ride that's a hell of a backstory <laughs> yeah, I was just like, whoa, like specifically Hi Ho Silver. Yeah, that has that yeah, I've been I've been doing it. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. I've I also, even gotten to perform with Miss Exotic World 2016, Poison Ivory, uh ooh. the current top ten, the current number ten burlesque dancer in the world. I know that bitch. Her name's Gigi Holiday. I performed with her too. Oh my god, we're mutuals on TikTok. I was like, I, I know some of the best dancers in the whole world. Oh, I dance with them. Which means that I technically am a good dancer because they wouldn't put shit next to gold. <laughs> so I'm sterling silver dancing right now. You know what I mean? Yes. Wonderful. God. Literally, last night I was literally saying to myself, you know, whenever any imposter syndrome comes in, all I have to think about is, okay, I'm at least friends and mutuals with people who I know are 10 times cooler than me. Um, mm -hmm. And they wouldn't hang out with someone that isn't at least kind of cool. So yeah. that, that's my rationale. So I yeah, love that. I have a, I have a two, a two level like rule, not like rule, but this is how I assume things work um, is that people can only hang out like in certain ways too above or too below them, which is why sometimes your friends don't get along with other friends is because they're too far on the two rule. So like, say like on anime, you're like a five, you're like a five level nerd. So you obviously have three level nerd anime fans, and then you have seven level anime friends. But when you bring your seven level friends with your three level friends, those motherfuckers ain't mixing. They're just a little too far apart. Mm, that's a 
good way to scientifically break it down. Yeah. So that's how I feel things are. I'm just like, I am probably too below at the worst. And I'm good with that because I know some nines. I know some dime pieces. So <laughs> I'm good. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've only yeah. been to one burlesque show, but those are fun. Yeah, especially because a lot of burlesque also has drag as well. So mm. they call them draglesque. But so, you know, I actually have a show coming up in a couple weeks. The show is called Spice. Mm. So I'm doing Don't Hurt Yourself by Beyonce. I have a custom piece that a friend designed, like made for me. I designed the costume myself. I'm going to do a new number uh, to everyone's favorite Black artist who's technically not Black, but it's for us Negroes, Haley Williams of Paramore. Uh, yes. <laughs> you know, she's yes. for the Negroes and the emos, and that's just how it is. I'm that's doing for the culture. Yeah, for the culture. I'm doing Simmer. So those are my two numbers coming up. Nice. Heck yeah. Fuck yeah. Wishing you all of the luck. I hope it goes well. Oh, thanks. The first time I, I saw a burlesque show, it was, uh, I was running the box office at a theater uh, that was just letting people, they would take anyone that wanted to pay to use their stage, they could come make a deal with the theater. And they'd be like, okay, as long as we get half the box office and we have the stage open that night, you can use it. And so I'm running the box office. And because of the way the theater is set up, the performers, if they wanted to enter from behind the audience, they had to go through the box office. Oh. And so I'm sitting there minding my business and it was like a movie themed night. And so nice. I'm minding my business and some lady dressed like a Tauntaun from Star Wars walks by me. And I was just so confused at first. And then later on, uh, after like the first half of it, they were like, okay, box office duties are are over. You want to go watch the show? And I ended up seeing that performance and she nice. literally had a Tauntaun from Star Wars themed performance. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's um, that's what a lot of people call nerdlesque, which is which has gained popularity in uh, recent years. If you wanted a little history of our last lesson, I'm vaguely qualified <laughs> to talk about it. But Burlesque is actually pretty black. So like Josephine Baker is one of the, you know, most well-known mm-hmm. black burlesque dancers. Uh, she kind of like started the whole thing. And yeah, and actually the other part about burlesque, which is currently a lot of people will talk about whether or not they count burlesque as sex work, which is why I think the two rule, the two rule kind of comes back. I often call it kind of like the suburbs bordering the city of sex work, like depending on how you live there you're either in the city or you're not, you know, there are some people who are just like, yeah, I'm like on the outskirts, but I never go in. You're like, okay. And then there are people who are like, yeah, I just live on the outskirts, but I'm in the city all the time because burlesque was stripping. It's the foundation of stripping. And then I think it was around the 1970s when burlesque was less popular that the stripping that we know today, you know, in the clubs with the poles and like all that stuff is really what took, like took off. And it wasn't until the nineties that burlesque made its comeback as we know it today, of like neo, I think people reference it as neo burlesque. So, and because burlesque can be so performative, it can be like, you know, nerdlesque, really like performance based and doesn't have to be inherently sexual because burlesque is the art of the tease. And so how you tease is up to you. Mm -hmm. It 
a lot of people don't consider the burlesque a type of sex work, but then there are people who are sex workers who do burlesque. There are people who do more raunchy burlesques uh, or, you know, exotic burlesque. And it's very much sex work. Uh, mm. When I'm on the stage, I'm like, guys, I'm a glorified stripper. This is mm. this is what we're getting here. So I'm a very sex positive. Yeah, the Venn diagram <laughs> is a circle for me specifically. <laughs> um, so like the the only reason you don't see full nipples because of the laws of this na- land. You know, <laughs> the state don't allow it. But oh, that's awesome! The flexibility, yeah. which I do need to work on a little bit more. Thanks for bringing that up. Oh, I just, <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> okay. <laughs> you haven't even seen me perform, and all of a sudden I'm getting these, these critiques. These critiques, I just want the flexibility of the industry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there are a lot of influential black burlesque dancers. Uh, in like, specifically, uh, BB Bardot uh, made like a little infographic about the 1930s to 1950s of black burlesque, and I was just like, ooh. Too bad I don't have any retention anymore because I am an adult with ADHD that is unmedicated, but it was a beautiful infographic. Yeah, that's awesome. Mood. Uh, Yeah. So uh, you very clearly are a performer by trade. uh, (laughs) Very fucking cool, awesome, dope. Uh, As a fun transition question, um, when you're not like performing or doing things or like working, uh, what's like a piece of media that you enjoy or, so, or even like a character? So currently I am like everyone else and I am loving Abbott Elementary. I am so happy to see Quinta Brunson get her flowers. Um, I do not know her personally, but I do know that when uh, I was trying to do my black female joker kickstarter she donated some money we didn't reach our goal but she did is it because i'm working with her cousin joshua brunson who is a great artist that people should follow yes are we behind on it because i am behind on it yes but all i do know is that she's cool it did take me a minute um to collaborate calibrate my brain on the fact that tyler james williams is like an adult mm. like there was something about it where i was like it's because he's two years older than me three three years older than me i think he's 29 and mm. i'm seeing him and i'm like i've only experienced quintel bronson as an adult so like she's an adult and then tyler james williams comes on and he's like the love interest and my brain was like hold up what <laughs> and then i was like wait no like i was like Everybody hate Chris is 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 an adult now. And I was like, wait, does that mean I'm an adult now? And I was like, and there's something about it. And I think also the fact that like because of this panorama, I've like lost like, you know, a couple years of my life in the sense that I was just like, when this all started, I was under 25. I was in my early 20s. And now I'm in my mid to late 20s or going towards it. And I was just like, I'm sorry, I thought this was some formative years bullshit. I didn't what's happening so there was like two it took me two episodes to really like get that on that on board Mm. but other than that it's flawless (laughs) i feel like it gets even weirder because he has two younger siblings that also act that look fucking identical to him oh my god Uh, not the wayne syndrome i can't they look pretty much identical to him and they all are and one of them is still doing kids shows on disney Oh, no. yeah. I'm assuming the youngest one is still doing kids' shows, right? 
Yeah. Because the other one's gay and unhinged on TikTok. He is. Oh. <laughs> listen, we love, we, listen, the world's ending. Mother Nature is going to rip us off like a fucking charcoal ma- ma- face mask she's left on too long. Why not be gay and unhinged? Yes. This is the way, as it's, the Mandalorians would say. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I didn't realize there was a whole family in them. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they're all identical, and sometimes they guest on each other's shows, <laughs> and they all are musicians. Yes. Do they have a family band? Is it like the Smiths? Like you know. know. Like when Willow was on one of Jaden's tracks, Batman, I think. Uh, was she on Batman? I think, I believe yeah, you. because I think she goes like, Jaden, Dad's calling. Oh, and that's like, so interesting. Yeah, I think it was Batman or, <laughs> or George Jefferson. It could be either. I also know that I think she sings on PCH for him. I for some reason somehow, some way I've fallen into the like rabbit hole of the Smith family music and I'm not ashamed about it. The Smith family finds a way to get you involved with them. You can't escape the Smith family. It's because they're well the thing is is that like Will Smith, it's so interesting because like, yes, he's an actor, but like he was revolutionary in the music game you know he didn't swear in his raps which made him so much more marketable and like also i think he is one of the reasons why uh we got like the grammys to show like the rap category because he just dipped one year because they weren't putting respect on his name if i remember correctly Mm. so like he he did a lot of work for like you know it's like one of those things where like he's not going to be like remembered for it but he did the work. So like, yeah. And summertime is a bop. Summertime. It is. That ain't going nowhere. No time. <laughs> that is like, that is the cookout playlist. You it cannot, cannot do be it. Removed. It cannot. No skips. Not a single skip. Every not time. A single skip from the Smith family. I did have yeah. Will Smith. I did have like a compilation of Will Smith songs album uh, when I was a kid. Yeah. And that's how I became afraid of Freddy Krueger before I even saw a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. He was doing the work. He was doing the work. <laughs> and then Jada, I don't know these people, but I will credit Jada for Willow's alt, like, yeah. alt, like, I guess not resurgence, but like her like ability to so fully become that alt black kid that almost all of us were. But almost like we're just like, no, we're not. It's fine. And now we're all like, actually, we're all fucking goth ass, emo ass black kids because Jada had her metal band. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That video of Willow covering Jada's song for her birthday. Yeah. Was moi. Yeah. And then I don't know. Listen, and Jaden, that boy, listen. When he was the song, like, Too Slow or Too Fast, when that dropped on YouTube, I was, that shit, I knew. I knew. And then he made Neo Yokio, and I was like, ah. Mm. That show Neo was fun. Yokio. I loved that show. If someone made a BuzzFeed quiz of, like, which Smith family member are you, I might be a Jaden. I was like, yeah. Neo Yokio was just like, that shit, the Toblerone joke. Come on. <laughs> Just a real big Toblerone. Oh my god! Like I, 
I was recently playing Spider-Man Miles Morales and they hadn't had any like licensed music in it. And then like I was chilling on a rooftop and then suddenly a Jaden Smith Kid Cudi song came on and I was like, hey, yo, what, where did this come <laughs> from? They're everywhere. It's just, they, nice. I think it's because they're vibing and that's just the way it is. I think that's the level of fame that I either want to be the type of famous where like a kid does a book report on me on middle school and everyone's like, who the fuck is that? But like, they're like, this, this is very important to me and is helping me in my development. Like Lemony Snicket, bitch. Or mm. I want to be like the Smiths. I want to be like DMX. I just like, y'all, people are just like, there's a video of DMX just at this, like, it's an Eastern European wedding, just mm. vibing, just dancing along. Videos of him vacuuming stores because he can you know, the Smiths just are just like, yeah, I'm going to drop a fucking alternative album. I'm going to make Neo Yokio. Mm. And no one's questioning it. They're just like, yeah, that tracks. All right, have fun. There's a video. I don't know if there's a video of it online, but there's a story online of some dude who was just working at Waffle House and DMX showed up and just started working because he wanted to keep in touch with what it was like to work. And I'm like, DMX, Love what? That. Love that. Listen, DMX did a lot of shitty things. I ain't never yeah. got covered for that man. He, but he also, probably has a plaque on his jail cell. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> is he in heaven or hell? I don't know. That's with him and God. But <laughs> in his later years, when he got his shit together, you know, that nigga was untouched. He was straight vibes. Straight, straight chilling, straight goofing. He was just in a silly, goofy mood. And I love that. I love, I love late stage DMX. <laughs> it gets better with age, like a fine yeah. wine. Like a fine yeah. wine. Like a fine, fine wine. I, I hope that I'm one of those people where the older I get, just the more people love me because I just get, I just give less of a fuck as I grow older. I want to be that person. I, listen, not to talk about white people, but Chris Pine Chris Pine is yeah. I love that man because he is he is aging well. He the way <laughs> bitches got pictures of him in a caftan. I was like, if this the way I know in my heart of hearts that I could chill with Chris Pine in a moo moo at some winery, like, and there'd be some alpacas or some shit. Like that is <laughs> that is honestly peak luxury. Like. I don't know what he's on. I don't know what he's doing, but fucking Captain Chris Pine. Unproblematic white people age well. Yeah. yeah. He like, was in the Princess Diaries too. We we knew then he was just going to be okay. Paul Rudd still looks 35. He's like 50. Well, his son's on TikTok, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. And there he's just like, hey guys, stop, stop ho- being horny for my dad. And I'm just like, <laughs> honestly... You can't that stop me. Suck. That 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 is a burden that I don't know how I would bear. If people that actually happened to me once on my first job, someone was like, "Your dad's really hot," and I was like, "I'm gonna have a mental breakdown." Actually, if you say one uh, more word to me, it's like this I is imagine, my last day on the job. Yeah, I, I imagine like, uh, Zoe Kravitz must have it hard then because uh, she got Lenny Kravitz, Jason Momoa, and Lisa Bonet as parents. Yeah, like. <laughs> The fact, like, luckily she is so hot in her own right. Yeah. 
that like and she's famous in her own right maybe that's why kids become celebrities because they're just like i need to i need if that if you can't beat them i need to create my own fandom as like a buffer Mm. you know which you know i get it i get it because i don't i think people are too busy thirsting after zoe and also That's, that's fair also i will say um the fact that jason momoa and lisa bonet broke up when that shit dropped i was like Bitches are going to lose their minds. Panties are <laughs> dropping everywhere. Also, everyone's dream threesome just broke up. You know what I mean? They're like, I don't know anything about their sexualities, but if there was a chance to have a threesome with Jay- like if someone said, name a couple, name any couple. And it like, and you saw Jason Momoa, at least a minute. Yeah. You tell me, you tell me that ain't it. That ain't it. Yeah, motherfucking liar. The, the day I saw that hit Twitter, I was in the group chat going, I, attention to everyone. Jason Momoa <laughs> and Lisa, B- Lisa Benet are now single. I fucking remember that. Yeah. <laughs> like, what else? What else? Are, I was, I was, it's like one of those things where, like, I understand it. I have, like, no, like, quarter in this. But also, I'm just like, oh, my God, bitches about to get so horny. Like, shit's about to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. I just know it's about to go down. Like in the show, you just know something has changed. Spidey sense comes over you. You're like, oh no, something's coming. That's how I felt when I saw Rihanna pregnant. And I was just like, something's happening. Something in the culture is shifted. (laughs) The amount of people who are on Twitter going, damn, I can't believe we got Aesop Rocky freed and he got Rihanna pregnant. Honestly, I... (laughs) The way I found about that, I found out about it on Grace Africa's TikTok. Not her TikTok about it, in her TikTok caption. And she was just like, mm. Rihanna's pregnant. And I was like, you can't just you can't just <laughs> you can just casually put that in a caption where that is an unrelated part of your daily vlog. Like, I was not mentally prepared. And then she, she is. And then I was like, what do you mean Rihanna's pregnant? And it was just like the Tyler James Williams thing where I was just like, how old is Rihanna? And I was like, oh my gosh, she's 33. She is. And prime childbearing years. Damn. It always gets me how young so many iconic black people are. Yeah. And I think it's like, also weird T-Pain's that we're growing with them. T-Pain's not even 40. Okay. Listen, I love T-Pain. Maybe it was the looks he was dropping in 2006, but that, that nigga looked old in 2006. <laughs> yes. Like, he, he aged is- himself on that one. Some some of us have not aged well. Cough, cough, Lil Wayne. But uh, a lot of us young as shit. Yeah. How's Wait, how old are y'all? Uh, I'm 23. It took me a second. Time's not real. I'm 25. Oh my god, I'm the old, I'm the old man here. <laughs> the At elder. The ripe age of 26. I'm paying for my old damn health insurance. Oh, bless, bless you. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, the second that shit dropped, I was like, uh, not to be that bitch, but I'm not sure I'm mentally stable enough for this responsibility. For real? Oh, my God. I think I was going to begin a sentence, and then I started coughing, LMAO. Listen, it's all good. It is what it is. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah no. Yeah, I mean, they did say, as soon as possible, Rocky. And, <laughs> and you know what? It... I just I, listen. If I, you, I get it. I if get someone it. said, if Rihanna was just like, I want to have your kids, I'd be like, cool. I don't even want kids. Yeah, I would. I would just be like, listen, I'll go to therapy. Over, yeah, let's have some kids. Whatever. 
it's it's like what are you gonna say you're gonna say no to rihanna (laughs) like you can't i I tolerate one billionaire i tolerate one billionaire that's rihanna you'll get one you'll get one (laughs) choose your one dirk the wars yeah like i know other bitches chose beyonce so i don't even think about it i'll keep rihanna is tony hawk a billionaire no yeah let's go tony you're safe a little bit I know, just, I know bless bless betty white's heart may she rest in peace i know now that betty white has passed tony hawk's safe in the race war because that was everyone's backup white person for real. yeah good job tony you made good it job. Even though- I, I love that a lot of people would go oh if if the race war happens i'm picking keanu reeves and then i, I get to inform them hey keanu reeves has the free pass he's not he's not yeah. white. he's, he's, he's not he's 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 half. on our side he's biracially yeah, yes. Uh, he's half Asian. Yeah, same with Mark Paul Gosler, which yeah, Saved by the Bell, that blonde ass motherfucker. He ain't mm-hmm. he ain't fully white. Yeah, look it yeah. up. Look at my homie. Look at you at home. <laughs> Whoever's there, who's listening, uh, don't minimize the tab. Just open a new one. Keep just it open on. a new one. I, yeah, listen, I listen to my voice. <laughs> I literally just I speed looked it up. I was like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, he ain't, he ain't all white. We have some. So Saved by the Bell was a very melanated cast, unbeknownst to everyone. <laughs> everyone there are just like, whoa, the, the scale tipped. It was half people of color. Saved by the Melanin, baby. Let's Saved go. Saved by the Melanin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so <laughs> shifting the topic back mm. to uh, you. Oh, me. Yes, of course. Uh, what is something that you are proud of? Mm. I was going to say my fat ass, but... Hey, someone, <laughs> DJ, play the music. I'm DJ. I, I will be playing the music. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Um, but no, I think I'm like really proud of, I guess, like my art and like where I'm at in my like art career right now. Mm. You know, like... So on top of performing, I also sell my art. I sell prints. I sell stickers. I design um, clothes. So like, like you know, and I get commissions and stuff. So like, one uh, someone actually commissioned me for a custom designed sweatsuit. Uh, two of them, and like they just were, and like I just saw them on them. They're like, I just want a bunch of eyeballs. I want an eyeball pattern. I was like, I can do that. Ooh. And then they took one of my other designs, and they're just like, Oh, can you make this into like a custom two set and i was like yeah i can and then like someone then also ordered a bunch of stickers the same day and i was like <laughs> you were thriving I, i'm i'm a brand bitch <laughs> 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 bitches be up in the high hole silver merch like oh my god nice. you know so i guess like every time i see people like with my art buy my art or just like you know when bitches are like even when like people buy like a single sticker like something about that is so magical. It's like those motherfuckers pay shipping. I'm like, you mm. spent seven dollars on a single sticker. Holy shit! That's like, gotta be cool to see. Like people like your artwork so much that they want to wear it. Yeah, like it's so exciting, especially because some of my designs, some of them are funny. Like I have like a a half skull that says "No thoughts, head empty, head empty, no <laughs> thoughts." You know. And then I have like my queer collection, which usually does well every year. Uh, 
exclusive. Only Patreon knew this until this moment, but my theme this year is going to be BK Do Crime. So nice. I'm excited. Uh, also, my first controversy was over my art. And I, Ooh. listen, Witch Chalk tried to cancel me. Um, they were tussling in my comments because <laughs> I made a, yeah, as they do. Uh, some bitch went on Twitter and tried to get me, they called me a corporation on Twitter, trying to get me canceled there. And I was like, bitch, it's just me and my cat in my house. My IT person didn't even live with me yet. Shout out to my roommate. But yeah, it's because I I did uh it was kind of inspired by Montero. Um so mm. I did gay as hell was my theme and I had a bunch of pentagrams and shit and a bunch of pagans like were down with it and like a bunch of witches were down with it because they're like, Yeah, people think it's demonic, might as well reclaim it, blah blah blah. And then other witches were not happy. They were upset. And it was the tussle, the tussle in my comments. I was just like, I think I made it because I think, I think, I think this means something. You got to at least one controversy. One controversy, you Everyone know? Everyone gets at least one. Yeah. Isn't that not the part of industry, baby? Everybody trying to sue me. And I'm like, mm, maybe sue me, try to do controversy. It has the same yeah. rhyme scheme. Um, okay, okay. But... Yeah, so I'm an industry baby. So uh, be careful, or I might send your girlfriend home with her handprints on my ass cheeks. On her ass cheeks. Either one works. Yeah. I got a question, and don't fight me because I know how you witches like to tussle. (laughs) (laughs) Put that on a sticker. Oh my god. Yeah, but it was just like it was a. It's yeah. I think it's just like really cool to like. Have people like, you know, wait for me to like, you know, do new designs and drop new merch and shit like that. And like people who are like, oh, I have so much of your clothing. I'm like, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Or people buy the set. Like someone bought like last, I did skull flakes and I had Mm. a skull flake mask. They bought the mask. They bought the hoodie. Then they they bought the joggers to go with it. And I was like, you got the whole set. You bought the whole set. I felt so damn powerful. I was like, oh, shit. That is powerful. Yeah. Like, not to make God. this like a sponsored, like, <laughs> just no, a little just... form ad for Bio Silverworks. Now speak it. Hey, hey, <laughs> Blurred of Mouth listeners, to those listeners at Blurred of Mouth, go to their store. Buy their shit or yeah. else. Yeah. I, I write notes. I write little notes when people buy things. I'm oh, like, that's really cute. You. I'm going to make oh, sure nice. to put your links in the the episode description because I want people to buy it. Your shit sounds cool. Thank you. Oh, I can show you one of them. I have a new sticker. It is right at my desk. Oh. Look at it. It's holographic. It says dead inside. Oh, that's cool. And then that's there's like a little that. eye, a little secret eye being like, actually, I'm not dead, but like, I'm actually, dead I'm inside. not dead, but I'm dead inside. <laughs> dead. <laughs> I'm alive, but I'm dead. <laughs> I'm alive, but I'm dead. Oh, that's, I love that. I'm in love with it. When I yeah. get my when my when my job allows me to work, I am buying a sticker. Oh, yes, thank you. Of course. And then you'll see a very personalized note and be like, "Hey, hey, hey!" Yeah. Not the oh god. Uh, my brain is. I have brain worms, and they are consistently fighting every day. Listen, it's all good. Honestly, hmm. Uh, a good, a good, fun, uh, just 
off the wall question that we could ask. What, gonna, what could we end? Uh, what I know one that's really relevant. That's a variation mm-hmm. of our, a normal question that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I guess this will be the last question and I don't okay. know how in depth it's going to go. So, you know, power oh thoughts. Uh, if you had it in a world in which we are, you, you or everyone else uh, are transformed uh, into clothing, into a piece of clothing. Uh, <laughs> what what piece of clothing would you be? I would have chains. I would have silver chains. Oh, oh, you know what? Actually, okay. So for all y'all who don't know, I am part of the big shirt, no pants gang, or big pants, barely a shirt gang, right? Um, which is why in my shop, uh, my sizes go up to five XL. <laughs> And the legs go up to 6XL. We love inclusive sizing. Anyway, back to the question. I think I would be a pair of like comfy ass joggers, like probably some fleece line shit, you know, comfy as hell. Um, of course, it'd be tight around the ankles because I don't like when that airflow goes up in there, especially in the winter. And you're just like, mm. why are my shins feeling the breeze? Um, it'll be like cargo. Like I like a good pocket. Um, so there'll be like the cargo pockets on the sides, the deep pockets in the front, and there'll be like chain and like silver grommet detailing and shit. Um, and of course, it'll be black. Uh, so it's going to be very goth, very utilitarian, very comfortable, but still styling. You can dress it up. You can dress it down. Sexy. Oh, that was no. really well thought out. Yeah, that's good. I'd wear that. Yeah, that's that's good. Impeccable, impeccable taste. Thank you. That's a, that's a good set of joggers you just described. Thank you. <laughs> Alinda's like, damn, like, I wish I had that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am also of the of of the big pants or big shirt brigade. Yeah. I, I was raised. Shirt. I was raised by a, a, someone who was uh, at one point a rapper in the nineties. Oh my it god! Kinda, it kinda it kinda works itself out. I dressed like DMX until freshman year of college. <laughs> Amazing, iconic. It all loops back around. Full circle, guys. Full circle. Full fucking circle. (laughs) I'm gonna now I have to make a an edit with DMX's face with like the Thanos line. Uh, yeah. You could live with uh, I forgot the line. Never mind. I uh, it all comes, you <laughs> all bring it back. Me, that it, line. Bring it back. Yeah, you know, it you says, know what I'm the one like. I kind of get it. You could live it. with your own failure. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's Don't fine. Worry. What's gonna happen is that it's gonna be a cut, and then you're gonna do a voiceover. <laughs> That's a good. <laughs> and then we're back. And then and we're, we're back. back. And then we're back. Just like it's that. Perfect. It's perfect. Can't wait. Oh my god. Don't worry keep... about it. Don't the worry about it. All the interviews keep getting fun little edits at the end. I'm I'm gonna yeah. I'm loving it. Oh god. <laughs> Listen, oh. the fact that uh my love for late stage DMX was able to come out, really, truly, what else can I ask for? That's that makes us that makes me happy. I'm yeah. That's that's what what's word of mouth about other than letting our hyperfixations go on for I don't know. 40 minutes. What that is what it is about. 40. Uh, yeah, it's like yes. a it's like a 2000s TV show, you know? Like, it's an hour episode, but like mm-hmm. <laughs> 18 minutes of it is ads. For real. So yeah. it's a cool, <laughs> a cool 42, a cool 42 minute show, which is so wild because now shit is actually an hour because it's on yeah. streaming services. Yeah. Oh so they can't my fucking God. lie to you. 
And I'm like, why does this shit feel so damn long? I, I don't got no ass. For real. I, 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 love, got... I love the conciseness of modern day streaming shows. But yeah. there will always be something nostalgic about knowing I have half a year's worth of 40 minute episodes to keep me comfortable every week. <laughs> you know? That is so true. The other thing is, I will say... I cannot believe no one caught that I had ADHD sooner because that must have been some type of motherfucking test. Uh, because like when the commercials would come on and I couldn't pay attention to the commercial. So I would flip it to a different channel to wait oh out the commercial. God. But then I forgot what I was originally watching. So I just wouldn't finish the episode. And Parker <laughs> was like, who, who did not motherfucking clock that shit? Yo, you just called me the fuck out. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was thinking about that the other day. I was just like, no one, no one's gonna say nothing. No one's gonna say no one, nothing about it. No, no one caught it. Yeah, I couldn't remember the show I was watching, and that was from birth because I remember I hated that motherfucker Caillou, but I loved the animals. So yes. I tried, to, I tried to play that game, ball head <laughs> ass bitch. Ball head ass bitch, like Caillou. Listen, all I know is that. There's something about these ball head motherfuckers that make me want to tussle. And I'm going to bring it to the modern day. Caillou was the first. Most recently is Solus from Dragon Age Inquisition. Ooh, uh, I hate Solus. The way I am, I'm replaying for my canon playthrough, because I it took me a while to get through Origins. You know, it, it was my, uh, listen, there's a lot to do in Origins. The, the, the level design is not there. <laughs> But Dragon Age 4 is coming out within the next two years, praying for 2023. So I had to perfect my storyline so mm. I can ramp up to beat that bitch's ass. I, I, I am so ready to beat. I was like, especially because like the way I'm playing my fourth game is that I'm a Dalish elf mm. and I'm going to romance Solus and uh, to really have that like, that like tortured because that nigga took my hand that nigga knew the entire time what the fuck was going on and i lost my hand for no reason for what solace solace oh well, i was about to say solace can catch these hands but i guess he can't he took one he made sure he couldn't catch no hands by oh. taking the hands well i guess i gotta start throwing some feet then yeah like mastermind ass bitch shit i yeah because, listen, I the the way I'm ready for Dragon Age 4, the way I I feel like we're going to be able to multi-class in a way, because mm. I think, to venture, I like the way those archers looked like there was some magic in the archery, mm. I'm going to lose my shit. All I'm saying is I'm going to lose my motherfucking mind, and I better be able to punch souls in the face, and I better be able to get a Mabari dog, because in every game I got a dog. I, am I got just... it in the first Got in the second, and I marry Cullen no matter what because I get a dog in the third. So I better be getting a motherfucker. Bioware, if you're listening, it is Black History Month, and I'm using my Black History Month card to make sure I get a motherfucking pet in Dragon Age Four. That's all, and a punch souls in the face. But if it's soulless or a pet, I'm gonna choose the pet. That's, those are where my priorities lie. That's all I, I gotta just, say. Everyone at Bioware and ask. <laughs> Give me a pet. <laughs> Can we have everyone at Bioware right now? Please do it. If you're Please, listening to this, do it. Podcast. Pause the podcast. Pause the podcast. Open Twitter, compose an email, and send them at the same time. Yeah. 
Create a bot if you have to. We gotta get this together. <laughs> We're gonna figure this out. We need oh to, we, they have two years to make this mechanic a thing. Mm-hmm. Get it together, Bioware. <laughs> you need to make up for Anthem, and so you gotta go big. You can't mess up. Yeah. <sighs> Y'all are what? Y'all are funny. <laughs> I love that. Just that's that's all I got to say. That's all I got. I'm, I'm good. Oh I'm satisfied. <laughs> that, that's it. That's it. That's, that's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> oh my god. Um. So yeah, I guess we'll wrap up now. Uh. uh I guess this is the outro part. Where can the people find you? Yeah, I am High Ho Silver Vibes on tiktok and high host silver works everywhere else and then also if you go to blurred roundtable uh you know because you know blurred of mouth blurred roundtable just if i'll be somewhere if you look for some blurs i'm gonna be there i'm gonna be there i'm gonna be there because <laughs> there's one thing you gotta know about me <laughs> i'm gonna be there um but yeah i'm active on Twitter and TikTok. I'm I'm not really active on Twitter. I'm active on TikTok, Instagram, Patreon, and Twitch with Blurred Roundtable. Wonderful. Yes. God. Yeah. All, all y'all at Blurred Roundtable are so cool. Love that. I love the yeah. I love just God. Oh my god, I'm not y'all knowing what I do. Oh my yes. god. Yes. <laughs> 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 yeah, sometimes I I think Cass Cass like messaged me one day because we were both in the Twitch chat and she was and she messaged me like on Discord. She was like, "I see you lurking in here," and I was like, "Bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh yes, yeah. I love seeing I love seeing folks that are just yeah. cool and awesome doing cool and awesome things. So yeah. you know, one thing there's one thing you know about me is me. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. On TikTok, I follow 2,500 people, and almost all of them are just black nerds I saw and was like, damn, they cool. <laughs> you gotta do it. You gotta do mm-hmm. it. You gotta, it's like seasoning. You can't over season yeah. your TikTok. It's just not possible. <laughs> exactly. God, I love when I see people that like literally follow 9,999 people, the absolute limit. There's but a limit yes. how many people you can follow on TikTok. Yeah, you can't hit 10K. That is so specific. Yeah. So it, so it stops at like all of the nines, four nines. Huh. Yeah. It's like right. YK. For real. Anyway, uh, who are we? Uh, well, everyone knows who we are at this point. It's our show. And if they haven't figured it out by now, uh, go back and listen to the other episodes. But if you are looking for me and Oleander or the blurt of mouth, pages uh we now have a twitter we have an instagram page and we mm-hmm. have a tiktok page Woo-hoo. and we are going to be sweating and struggling for followers on every single one of those platforms so if you Listen. like what we do <laughs> follow us you just yeah. gotta fight you gotta tussle and then yeah. one day you blow up because you talk about bougie shit you're not gonna do no more for real and then, and then all of a sudden you're like ah it's like, yeah. what am I gonna do? It's that one message. Yeah. I am. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I am at Stray Nerd Boy on TikTok, Tumblr, and Twitter. And currently, uh, I am struggling against the algorithm on TikTok. Every day of your life, you are fighting for your life in this quote retweet. <laughs> I, went, I went from from thousands of likes to struggling to get a hundred a uh, hundred views. I think it's because I posted Zatch Bell and they took it down. The way, first of all, you need to drop. Uh, for me, this is not for you listeners, this is for me. You need to drop those things in the chat because I'm going to forget and I don't know how to spell. 
So, uh, <laughs> but also, you. listen, my life motto is spark joy or die. I just vibe on TikTok. High house over vibes. You know, I'm just like, listen, you going to see me or you not going to see me. <laughs> but I'm going to do it to them. Because I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. <laughs> I'm going to be there. <laughs> uh, uh, fo- well, folks, follow or else. See you later. Bye. Bye. Hey folks, it's CJ here. First things first, just want to say thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. We want to keep making this fun show for you, and for that, we need a few things from you. First off, tell as many people as you can about this show. Tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your friends, tell your non-toxic exes. We need to spread blurt of mouth through word of mouth. It's what's going to keep us going. And if you want to help us a little bit more, follow us on Twitter at Blurred Mouth Pod. That's B-L-E-R-D-O-F-M-O-U-T-H-P-O-D. And lastly, if you want to help us, if you want to stay engaged with us, you can use our hashtag on Twitter, HeyBomp. That's H-E-Y-B-O-M-P. Hey, Blurred Mouth Pod. Easy, right? Stay engaged with us. You can interact with us outside of the show. Send us questions, send us comments, send us funky memes, and maybe even send us what movie you want to see us rate. Well, character, I should say. Thanks. See you next time.